Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What's up, Los Angeles? This is me, your host, Casey Diaz of the Shot Caller Podcast. Hey, we're going to talk about these mandates, these walkouts by parents, by pilots, by teachers, all kinds of people walking out on this nonsense. So we're going to be talking about that in a short minute here. But first. There was a police officer that came to my door the other day and he said he was looking for a man with one eye. I said it'd probably go a lot faster if you used both. (laughs) (laughs) I actually just played a clip from a TikTok uh, that I ran into and I heard it. And it's straight comedy, man. It's hilarious. So I hope that this made made your drive, uh, if you're just uh, listening in right now, that this made your drive a little bit, uh, you know, more relaxed. I always like uh, starting with a with a good laugh, and I think we're going to be do that, be doing that more repeatedly here as we grow on this podcast. Because uh, hey, humor, it's like medicine. So uh, get to laughing, you get healed a lot faster. But so we're going to be talking about some 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 stuff, uh, some important stuff uh, that is happening around the country and around Los Angeles, and mainly Los Angeles. Uh, For those of you that are uh, on here from TikTok and you're on live, you're watching me, thank you so much for uh, joining me. Uh, I think I'm going to start doing this a lot more. And if you haven't subscribed to the Shot Caller Podcast, you need to. And for those of you that support this this program, I want to say thank you so much for doing so. If you want to become a a sponsor, if you want to uh, support this podcast. It's very easy. You go to kcds.net and you click on the podcast button. Once you click on that, <clears throat> it'll send you directly to the support button. You click on that one and it gives you three ways to support the Shock Holler podcast uh, on a monthly basis. Um, and then you could, you know, whatever, whatever you want to do. It's awesome with me. Thank you so much, though. Um, there's a lot to talk about. And so the first thing, you know, these mandates, we want to talk about these mandates, uh, these ridiculous mandates. One, because that's exactly what they are, ridiculous. Uh, it's putting a lot of businesses out of business. It's putting a lot of uh, employees in, uh, you know, with their backs against the wall because um, our government is getting dumb and dumber by the second. And uh, now we're having to deal with, you know, uh, whether we're going to keep our jobs or we're going to get vaccinated, which to me is just, it, it, it makes absolutely no sense that these, the same people that we were calling heroes, 
the first responders, the nurses, the doctors, all these people that were in the forefront of this COVID, uh, you know, battle, if you will. They were heroes. And today, we, our government, I don't want to even put myself in, in the we category of these, these folks, but our government is saying, you know, either you get vaccined or you get the jab or you lose your, your job. Jab or job, your choice. Those are the only two choices that they are leaving us with. And it's ridiculous because last time I checked, this is still a free country. This is still our own bodies, right? That's what we, we uh, hear about all over the place. And out of nowhere, uh, so what happened to that? We're having to, you know, um, to make decisions. And then, and here's the bad part. The worst part of all this is that when you start telling an entire nation that we're getting vaccines ready for uh, children from six months and beyond, six months and beyond. And this is where the line, some of you that were kind of like, at, you know, on, on the fence about these things, you kind of thought, well, you know, I guess I'll take the jab. Uh, I guess I'll do the, the booster shot, whatever that is. And by the way, which is, which is frankly a joke to me that, you know, first it was a, a vaccine, then it was a booster, and then a second booster, and preparing for a third booster. It's like the Apple iPhone. That's, it just keeps getting, you know, and there's nothing new, right, <laughs> under the sun when it comes to an iPhone. They, you know, I mean, there's even TikToks about this. Uh, they add a, a camera, a third camera, and then they charge you up the yin-yang, right? Well, it's the same thing with this, the, this vaccine. It's, it was never about health. Let's get, let's get really truthful here. It was never about health. It was always and has been always about someone making a whole lot of cash on these vaccines. It was never about health. And people that were on the fence about whether they were going to get these jabs or, or, or not are now kind of waking up and going, uh, no, no, now you want our kids that are as young as six months having absolutely no science, no proof, no time of let's, let's check this out, let's see what the long-term effects of this thing is. Having none of that in place, they want a vaccine someone as little as six months. That is just insane. So a lot of these parents are now waking up and those adults that were on the fence are no longer on the fence and are taking a stand, which is a right thing to do. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing to do. And, and to see you know men and women saying, no, we're, we're done with the games here. And so uh, today there was a mass walkout a massive walkout in California, and uh, I want to play this clip for you, and it's from Fox News. Uh, check this out. To take it religiously, morally, ethically, that we shouldn't be forced to take something without all the data. This demonstration is one of many happening across the state in protest of vaccine mandates for school children. It didn't pass enough time, so we do not trust it yet. Uh, we need, I think, some time to see results to make sure it's safe for our kids. Parents should have the right of, of, of choosing whether or not should get vaccinated. I'm really against kids getting vaccinated. Um, 
and I really don't think schools should mandate it. Sky Fox captured this large group of protesters over Birmingham High School in Van Nuys. We should have the right as parents to decide what's you know, the best for our children. These parents at Sadequay Elementary School in North Hollywood say they're also standing in solidarity with teachers refusing LAUSD's employee mandate. As a parent, I think I have the right with other parents to stand up for our children and for our teachers because we want our children and our teachers to have a choice. How can I work the two previous years at LAUSD during the pandemic at the height and I was a hero? and now I can't work. Earlier this month, Governor Newsom announced all eligible K-12 through students would be required to be vaccinated once the FDA gives full approval for their age groups. I prefer my kid to have the vaccine. I think it's a protection. My son's doing much better now that he's back to school. So far, only the Pfizer vaccine has received full approval for those 16 and up. I don't want to get the vaccine for my child because I believe they're too young. There are no studies. We should wait for a couple of years to be able to see what's going to happen in exactly. the long run. Meanwhile, the LA Unified School District continues to stress that the benefits of the vaccine outweigh the risk, and they encourage parents to keep their kids in the classroom without any disruptions. Reporting from North... So, so because the CDC says it. I have lost... I don't know about you out there, but I have lost all, and I mean all, everything about everything about CDC and everything that they're they're sharing I have lost absolutely all trust if they if, if there was any trust there I've lost all trust in CDC someone is making their pockets huge with these and and, and you know it's a backdoor deal you gotta see that and these these parents of this clip that I just uh, uh, ran uh, uh, for you, this is just two schools of many other schools where parents and teachers have decided to walk out. They walked out today and said, enough is enough. These, uh, and, and as you heard, one of the teachers here uh, that was being interviewed by, uh, by, uh, by the news said, you know, just two years ago, uh, I was a hero. I'm a teacher uh, for LAU, LAUSD. And... Um, I was a hero. They were labeling all our uh, all the teachers heroes because we had to, you know, regroup and redesign programs and 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 and, and you know teaching these kids and how to adapt to to a, a, a tremendous change in in an everyday activity. And now you're on the screen for eight hours, and these kids, you know, <laughs> tell me one kid. And, and here's to those that have kids. Tell me how much attention span kids have in a, in a classroom setting. Let's let's go to a classroom setting. And then let's change that into where you put them on a screen and they're in their PJs or wherever it is. Kids aren't going to sit and patiently be taught like that. And so these, 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 these teachers were indeed called heroes two years ago. And now today, today they're 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 you know, no, you 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 gotta get the vaccine or or you're part of the problem. And I just don't get that. I hope you don't get that. But teachers in the Los Angeles Unified School District decided to be brave, a lot of them in the hundreds, 
decided to be brave and walk out and join forces with parents. And I'm so proud of those parents that are making a stand and a demand that, no, we're not doing that to our children. I mean, it's, it's, it's one thing that when you mess around with adults, right, and our freedoms. But when you start messing around with our children, then this is where it's going to get ugly because it has to. It's going to get ugly because we're going to take a stand and we're going to say no to the nonsense. But who in their right mind? I want to know what parent is out there in their right mind and, and they think that it's okay to vaccinate a six-year-old. That's one thing, and I'll leave that alone. You could say, you could argue with me and say, well, that's, you know, that's my kid. I do whatever I want. Okay, fine, cool. But don't put that, that, that must do on other parents that have decided, no, that's my kid and I'm going to do whatever I want with my kid. And it's not safe. I don't believe it's safe to be putting a, a jab on my child when there is absolutely no span of science to determine if this is going to be a problem in the next five years, 10 years, 15 years, or 20 years. You're just going to invent this, this, this vaccine in, in record time, and you want me to put this jab in my child? I don't think so. I don't think so, Joe. Let's go, Brandon. How about that? <laughs> nah, man. That's crazy. That's insane. And so I, I applaud all these, these, these folks that have decided to walk out, in which they did. These were just two schools. And I know I'm familiar with both schools. They're, they're not too far from me. Birmingham uh, High School and Satakoy. Both of those high schools, uh, both of those schools, I'm sorry, both of those schools decided we're walking out, parents and teachers. And I'm so happy that they did that. And then we had news of uh, a great, a great man, a great uh, serviceman by the name of Colin Powell, who passed away uh, today. Um, and, and here's, yeah, this is what gets me, man. It, it, you know, the the media is so, it, it's like it's like a leech. It's a leech, and as soon as they see an opportunity to 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 just make things up and, and and to to make it sound like oh, oh this 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 you know this person died because of complications of uh, covid-19 they jump on uh, on that they they don't do any research this is how the news uh, uh newsrooms are uh, are acting nowadays there's no research there's no like let's investigate before we put it up in the air there's none of that it's uh you know oh how are we going to get and you know cnn by the way cnn is suffering <laughs> majorly with with people just dropping that channel, they are dropping that channel like a bacteria, man. They, they, they just they don't want nothing to do with CNN. People that watch CNN are dropping; they're you know, they're just not watching. And I and and I applaud I applaud that as well because it's a bunch of junk that they're tossing to people. They're lying to people, man. And right away, you know, Colin Powell. Uh, uh, the headlines all over the place. Colin Powell, General Colin Powell, uh, four-star general, uh, uh, passes away uh, because uh, due to COVID-19. Let me play this for you. I'm gonna play this for you. Watch this. 
News contributor and New York City physician, Dr. Nicole Sapphire, for more on all of this. We, we do know, uh, doctor, that Powell was suffering from multiple myeloma, blood cancer, that can diminish his ability to fight off infection. Would, would that account for his breakthrough infection? Could it be waning efficacy of the vaccine that he got? Could it be a combination of both or maybe neither? Well, John, those are all very good questions. And while you can see people all over social media trying to use this anecdotal report of Secretary Powell dying from a COVID breakthrough, why don't we just stick with what we do know? And we'll leave it at that. Yes. So we have an 84-year-old man who suffered from Parkinson's disease, had been previously treated for prostate cancer, and was also undergoing treatments for multiple myeloma, as Jennifer mentioned. Let me stop the clip right there. So Colin Powell, 84 years old, uh, suffering from a, a, a blood cancer uh, and other, you know, existing, uh, well, problems and health problems, yet they paint this picture that what the nail on the coffin was COVID-19. And this is where, this is where it's like, what are these people doing, man? Why would they do this? Why would they why would they paint this picture that the only reason that General Colin Powell has passed away was because he he got infected with COVID-19 and they leave everything else outside. So let me let me get this straight. So the blood cancer that he's been fighting all along that disappeared that had nothing to do with it. Uh his age had nothing to do with it. Is that correct? That that's where we're going with this. So his age had nothing to do with it. All the other, you know, pre-existing conditions that had nothing to do with it. It was simply COVID nineteen. This is where this is where it gets. It, it, it's nuts. It's nuts. How do we not see that it's not crazy? That that that's crazy thinking. I don't know, man. I, I just, you know, I, I hate when they try to, um, they, they try to put a spin on people that, that are passing away from this, right? Instead of saying, well, this contributed, this is what actually took place. No, it's COVID-19. And you know, you know the reason why, because they want to push these mandates and they want to push, you know, people against the wall and, and it's an it's a dictatorship. That's what it is. A dictatorship. This is the kind of mentality that we need to to call out and and, and frankly, you know, uh here let, let me continue this clip. Man, this this subject gets me really uh bothered because people are just it's politicians, man. Of Secretary Powell dying from a COVID breakthrough, why don't we just stick with what we do know? And we'll leave it at that. So we have an 84-year-old man who suffered from Parkinson's disease, had been previously treated for prostate cancer, and was also undergoing treatment cancer. for multiple myeloma, as Jennifer mentioned. That is a cancer of the blood. Now, we already know that of the 1.3 million Americans who either are in remission from these type of cancers of sorts or are still currently being treated for them, they have a decreased ability to fight off infections as mm -hmm. well as to, they have a decreased ability to mount an 
immune response after a vaccine. We know that Secretary Powell had been fully vaccinated. His second dose was in February, which means that he would have been available in that first wave of booster shots in August. And so he, he was vaccinated. He had two vaccinations. And he was about to, last week, he was going to take his third you know, booster shot and couldn't because he fell ill. So, so let me get this straight. So he was vaccinated, going on his third vaccination, and COVID-19 did the number. Are we not going to question this kind of stuff? Are we not going to question this kind of stuff? Let me continue this clip. They did say that he was scheduled to receive his booster shot last week, but because he fell ill, he did not get it. So we can surmise several things here. First of all, when it comes to multiple myeloma and other cancers in the blood, only about one-fourth about one-fourth of these patients had no detectable antibodies after mm. vaccination, which is why we knew that it was critical for these patients to get the booster shots to give them any chance they can at building their immunity. In a specific study in the Journal of Leukemia from July out of Emory, they showed 55% of patients with multiple myeloma did not mount a sufficient immune response against the vaccines. So again, while they were fully vaccinated, that vaccine is not as protective in this patient population as with the general population. Now that also couple that with his age at being 84, we know that about over about two thirds, I'm sorry, three fourths, about 78% of all deaths from COVID occur in those over the age of 65. And the way- 76% of all COVID deaths, 76% of all COVID deaths happen to fall under the 60 uh, over the 65 category and older 65 and over we all know that as we grow older i mean you don't even have to be a doctor to, to figure this thing thing out everything starts to slow down everything does i mean I, when you turn 40 some of you you know what i'm talking about you turn 40 now all of a sudden you know you didn't get you don't spring off of your bed in, in the morning when you wake up you you you, you kind of roll out of your bed and you and there's like these pains that you know <laughs> didn't exist the prior day or the prior years and all of a sudden everything that you did when you were young starts catching up i just had knee surgery and i'm 49 years old so i just had knee surgery it, it never bothered me never bothered me for a long time it didn't bother me For a long time, it didn't bother me. And then, um, the last four years, all of a sudden, it started to bother me. And guess what? Well, I had to get surgery. It has all everything to do with, you know, the stupid activity that I was in, involved in when I was young. And it has maybe some has to do with me being in the sign industry for 23 years and climbing up and down ladders all the time and holding up signs that were heavy and that could have been, uh, you know, uh, something that 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 contributed to uh, the pain and and, and well, I took an MRI and uh, the MRI well showed <laughs> five tears uh, in my knee, and uh, no wonder I I couldn't you know function normally. And, and now I, I got the surgery and I'm 
you know, getting back on my feet and, and uh, you know, trying to get well, uh, going through therapy for that. And, and so, yeah. But 76%, is that correct? Of the deaths, of COVID-related deaths, is in the category of those that are 65 and over. Now, check out what she's about to say right here because it's very important. Reach 85, the chance of dying from COVID is about 570 times greater than if you are younger than 30. So, put it so if you're 85 and you contract COVID-19, over oh, that's almost like 600% chance that you're you're in deep trouble at that point. You're 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 going to be in a mess. So I have a hard time believing that people are just getting infected with COVID-19 and then just dropping dead. Well that you know our system slows down. At 65, at 85, that that's, you know, would you expect this person to live? To 200? I don't know. Without no problems? I don't know. Are we like just, you know, dreaming here? What, what are we doing? No. As, as age comes upon us, it starts to affect us. That's just how it, how it is. And so it... <laughs> You know, this is such a uh, just it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And, and I think that every single American needs to stand up to these ridiculous mandates. I love these TikTokers down here. <laughs> There's one uh, that said, you know, I have a great I have a brilliant idea. And this is a video that I watched, uh, uh, I think, later, uh, earlier on today or it was yesterday, whenever it was. And he said, <laughs> I like this. He said, uh, "He said I got a bright idea. I think we should put in uh, restaurant tables in classrooms, so that way our 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 students can, you know, get rid of the mask in the classroom." And I thought that's hilarious. That is hilarious, and it's true, right? I mean, think about this: you walk into a, a restaurant. I've done it so many times. You walk in, and the second that you walk in, they want you on a mask. But the second that you sit down on that table inside that restaurant, you can take off your mask because now uh, you're in a safe spot. You're in a safe zone. Uh, you're perfectly fine now. It, tell me that's not ridiculous. So what happened from the from the door to the chair that you or the uh, you know. <laughs> the seat that you're sitting on in this restaurant, how did COVID just, like COVID is that smart that as soon as you sit down at a restaurant table, it knows its boundaries and then it just stops there and you're okay. You can take off the mask. You see where I'm going with this? This makes sense. It just doesn't make sense. Joe Rogan, um, Joe Rogan, and I'm not a big fan of Joe Rogan at all. Uh, you know, he. He's got great content. Obviously, he's doing something that everybody likes listening to, and that's why he has a $70 million contract. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I'm not going to hate on that. But, you know, it's okay to disagree with people, and, and that's fine. But he ripped into a, a uh, uh, one of the guys that works at CNN, 
you probably want to go research that. And Joe Rogan rips on CNN guy and, and calls him out in the whole nine yards. And he's kind of like, it's almost like he, like Joe Rogan threw a porcupine on him and he's, he doesn't know how to handle that. <laughs> but he, he just, uh, just rips on him and does a great job on that. We need to question things, people. You don't just walk around this earth and not question things. That doesn't even make sense. We need to question. And when it comes to the government, when the government says we're here to help, no. <laughs> How about we research? How about we do our due diligence? How about we do the vetting? How about we like really look into this stuff and, and, and then make a, a wise decision, a good choice? In the things that we believe that, that you know concern us, don't just walk. You don't walk into an empty room and just you know that you don't know and don't don't even bother turning on the light. No, you turn on the light. And when the government is saying we're here to help, you need to turn on the light and say, uh, "Well, let's see what you got. Let's put everything that you have on the table. Let's let's see what you got. And if it doesn't make sense, then we reject it and we make wise choices." I'm so glad that you joined me today on this episode of the Shock Holler. Um, thank you so much for, for listening. Thank you so much for your, I don't know, 30-minute drive that you had with me and uh, heard my rant and my concern. I just think that when it comes to children, you need to draw a line and stop being a sheep and draw a line and really consider what you're doing. Really think through stop and think through, stop listening to, turn off your, your local news because they're just just giving you manure. They're just giving you just a bunch of lying, just, it, it's no good. Turn that off and really consider what you're doing. This, these are your children. You need to be concerned. Don't just allow the news, uh, news anchors of today to tell you, what the government is telling them and paying them to do, and then you're just going to say, oh, okay, well, I guess it's a great idea. No. Really look it, look it through. We're in a, in a place in time that it, it, it's like a... <laughs> we're going down, and, and the ship's going down, <laughs> the, and it's just it's, it's unbelievable what's taking place in our country right now. And adults need to stand. We are the majority. And everybody that, that you know, uh, wants to <laughs> be on the side of CNN and all these networks that are just nothing but trash, we need to stand, people. We need to stand and don't buy into their lies. Thank you so much for listening in on the Shot Caller Podcast. Again, if you want to become a monthly supporter of this podcast, it's very easy. Go to caseydiaz.net, caseydiaz.net. You're going to click on the podcast button, and then after you do that, you're going to, it'll send you straight to the support button. You click that, and it gives you three ways to become a sponsor of this show uh, uh, on a monthly basis. It's, it's awesome, and thank you for those of you that already have contributed and, and, and you're supporting this, this, this podcast. Uh, thank you so much. Love you guys. And always, always, you know how you know how it's going to end. Oh, by the way, for those of you that are on TikTok, 
for those of you that are on TikTok, um, it's very easy. Go to uh, iTunes, uh, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, uh, and I'm on every single one of those uh, in there. You can follow me uh, on uh, Instagram at the Shot Caller Book, um, uh, on Facebook, uh, KCD is author. That's where I'm under, and uh, you can follow me there. You can follow me on TikTok, KCD is 13, and I'm on that one as well. Thank you so much for your support. And as always, I always finish it like this. You know I do. By the way, Floridians, I am going to be out there this next week. I'll be there for a whole week with you guys. Till next time. Hey, stop playing. Put 